praise Jesus. Yesu yebaziwe. Luke chapter 1. Luke sure soka. Luke chapter 1. Luke sure soka. Verse 18. Lenyirwa 18. And Zacharias said unto the angel, Whereby shall I know this? For I am an old man and my wife well stricken in years. And the angel answering said unto him, I am Gabriel that stand in the presence of God and I am sent to speak unto thee and to show thee these glad tidings. And behold thou shalt be dumb and not able to speak until the day that these things shall be performed because thou believest not my words which shall be fulfilled in their season verse 26 and in the sixth month the angel gabriel was sent from god unto a city of galilee named nazareth to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was joseph of the house of david and the virgin's name was Mary and the angel came in unto her and said hail thou that art highly favored the lord is with thee blessed art thou among women vastante and the angel said unto her fear not mary for thou shalt thou hast found favor with god and behold thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus he shall be great and shall be called the son of the highest and the lord god shall give unto him the throne of his father david verse 34 then said mary unto the angel how shall this be seeing i know not a man and the angel answered and said unto her the holy ghost shall come upon thee and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the son of god verse 37 can we read verse 37 together let's read again for with god nothing shall be impossible the third time read in luganda kubanga tewali kigambo ekiveri katonda all of you with the luganda bibles kubanga tewali kigambo ekiva eri katonda ekiribulwa amanyi again kubanga tewali kigambo kiva eri katonda kiribulwa amanyi praise the lord we want to talk about faith or continue to talk about this major subject of faith god wanted to do something great accomplish great things but he needed people and those people were ordinary people they did 
their work went about life according to the strength that they had, natural strength, wisdom, and many other things. But God invades their privacy. God invades their territory and he introduces himself and draws them to a life of the impossibilities. They are going to begin thinking and doing things that are not possible according to human understanding. And many of you who are here, you are on that road where God has called you into the life of the impossibilities. Things that are beyond human comprehension. So first of all, to Zacharias, he's an old man. He's about to retire, maybe. He is doing his things in a slow way. Very calculative. God comes through the angel, speaks to him. And Zacharias is like, how shall this be? I am an old man. Why disturb my peace? Why now? Why didn't you come at 40? At 50? Maybe at 60? Now this man is very old. And he also says, My wife is also stricken in years. Was Zacharias being sincere? Yes. He was being true to himself, but also communicating truthfully to the angel. And the angel says, look at me. Am I ordinary? Do I look ordinary? He says, I am Gabriel. Doesn't that strike you? I am Gabriel. If that is not enough, I stand in the presence of God. Where God is, I am. And I've been sent to speak to you and to show you glad tidings. Is speaking not enough? He says to speak, but also to show you. Ladies and gentlemen, you can see what God is speaking. Not only hearing, but to see. You can, you only get what you see. You pursue what you see. What you see convinces you you see its value and you are ready to pursue it. There are people who don't cross 
just the natural realm. They stay in their comfort zones because they've not seen certain things that are so great, that are so mighty about them, about their destiny, things that God wants to accomplish in their lives. Could you um, help me please reduce um, slightly the monitors here? Zacharias Zachariah. ends up becoming a blind man. I mean, damned. He can't speak. Why can't he speak? Because of unbelief. That is how powerful or vital unbelief is. That this man loses sight because he is failing to connect with what God is speaking to him about. He is thinking about himself. He speaks thinking about his past. He's thinking about his energy. He's thinking about his current limitations. And to him, this is impossible. And so God, the first thing that he would do in your life is to draw you to this life of faith. Amen. Amen. You come to God. God is a God of faith. Whatever he does, he does it from that realm of faith. Hallelujah. Amen. So those that believe in him, we believe in him by faith. Praise the Lord. We walk with him by faith. So, Zacharias, he's being told because of unbelief these words have to be fulfilled within the season and you are not going to stand in the way of God. That's how serious at times God can be. Let me tell you there are things that can wait and you can cause God to wait and watch over his word but there are certain things that are seasonal they have to happen in a certain season you may try to delay them the enemy may try to delay them there are times when God goes out of his way and he says okay if that's the case then you won't speak Habiba been in a time where you've not spoken for a week. There are some of you, if you didn't speak for a whole day or for a whole week, <laughs> you, you might feel as though something of you has been taken away. But there are also others, it's okay if, if they don't talk for a week. I mean, they are not talkers in courts. Praise the Lord. <laughs> But this man, he goes back home, 
sign language. But even before home, he comes out to meet the people, sign language. And the people are like, Maybe he has seen an angel. And he can't explain to them exactly what has happened. But it is all because of God's purpose. I want to say to you, you are not all by yourself. You are not alone. You are not just trying to make ends meet. You are not just struggling in this life. God has a plan for you. God has purposes for your life. And he wants to bring them to pass. He wants to draw you into his season. He wants to draw you into his time. And I want to say to you, do not delay lay God's purposes in a father. Believe. Rise in faith. The other person is Mary. Mary is in her peaceful world. She's being prepared for marriage. And boom. Something happens. She's afraid. And the angel says, no, 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 no. It's all right. Don't be afraid. Something is going to happen to you. You've been favored. And not just favored, but highly favored. And you're going to conceive. It's not going to be an ordinary conception. But someone special is going to be born out of you. He'll be a savior. He'll be a deliverer. And Mary, that shift in a short moment from her comfort zone into a life where this angel is talking about big things, that shift wasn't possible for you, for her. It wasn't so easy for her. And she said, but look, how will this be? How will this happen? And the angel says, the Holy Spirit, he will come over you. He will overshadow you. The whole the, the angel Malaika. tries to explain to Mary a spiritual process that God uses to release his plans in people's lives. And normally God doesn't explain. But this time the angel explains this is what will happen. The Holy Spirit will come over you, he'll overshadow you, and this will happen. And the angel says, after Mary has said, let it be unto me. What does God require of you? Surrender. Surrender. Yielding. Saying, yes, Lord. You, you don't have to first know everything. You don't have to first know the A to Z. What he wants from you, yes, Lord. Let your will be done. Praise the Lord. And when the angel got that, he says, For with God, nothing shall be impossible. Do you have God? 
Did you walk with God? Did you believe in God? Yes. That God you believe in. He says with him nothing is impossible. Mention it. It's not impossible to him. So Mary surrenders. Mary yields into this life of the impossibilities. Mary surrenders into the life of faith. She begins to walk a journey of faith. She begins to walk a journey of believing. And that journey led her into a realm where she eventually may be saved. I would have missed this. I would have missed this. I didn't know that this was there. I didn't know that so many people can come to know me or can appreciate what comes out of me. Maybe Mary was just an ordinary young girl, maybe lost in her own world, maybe she was fearful, maybe she had... uh, um, low self-esteem and all natural limitations but because of this divine connection she is elevated into a life of greatness a life of the impossibilities you were created for greatness and you were also created to deal with difficulties. If there are impossibilities, you ought to be there. Where there are challenges, there is God. And you have to be there. Where there are problems, God is there. And you have to be there. You are a problem solver. Did you hear that? You are a problem, a problem solver. Don't just run away from challenges. Don't just run away from difficulties. No, this is very difficult. So many people say that. I can't. I can't do that. I can't say that. Look at Moses. Moses said, I can't. I can't speak. And God said, you who can't, you are the one I've looked for because you are joining with the God who can. Praise the Lord. So those who can't, when they join the God of the impossibilities, God changes their lives. He changes their DNA. Praise the Lord. Let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich. That's what God does when he gets a hold of anybody. Hitler and and, uh, Nazis and actually even um, Mussolini, Stalin, um, those people had a philosophy. They look at weak people and they say these have to be 
eliminated. They have to be exterminated. They have to be killed. Why? This earth needs strong blood. Strong people and smart people, intelligent people. So they they, they went on killing, eliminating people that they knew were weak and inferior. Including even the disabilities, um, children that were in um, homes, they killed some of them. And then they come to the Jews. The Jews, of course, they were using that philosophy, that thinking, but when it came to the Jews, it's because they literally didn't want the Jews. And they didn't want the Jews to, to mix with their blood. But also, they dealt with the Jews and killed with the Jews, especially in Germany. Because when the Jews left Jerusalem and they were scattered around the world, in, in Germany, there was a time where they were not allowed to do anything, no working, not taking up certain jobs, no owning land, and so on and so forth. And then another uh, leader comes in and he allows them to, to own land and, uh, and work so they get integrated into society and they flourish. They take up jobs, they are flourishing, they are prospering. And Hitler and, and, and his other people, they come in and they say, no, 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 we need to stop this. If these Jews continue, they will overtake us and so on and so forth. So they use the other um, um, thinking or mindset of dealing with the weakness and what have you. So they begin to lie to people about the Jews, but, and they killed many of them. But the issue was the primary purpose, the primary aim, the motivating factor is that was that they are weak people. They are, they are weak people and, and such weak people need to be eliminated. Now, God is the opposite. You are weak. To him, he says you are strong. He wants to lift you up. Amen. Amen. He lifts the, the poor from the dust and causes them to, to sit with princes. Says, Praise the Lord. Amen. Wait on the Lord. He shall exalt you in due time. That's what God does. That is who he is. So you are there. You look at yourself. You look at your strength. You look at your background. And at times you feel you can't do it. You are given a job. And you say, I can't. That's not for me. Praise the Lord. It's because the enemy is trying to stop you from understanding that it is not about you. It's about God. It's about what God wants to accomplish through you. Through your family. Through your generation. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Mark chapter 11. Verse 24. Mark 11, 24. 
Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. Chevamba gamanti, ebi gambo biyo na biyo na bi musaba no kwega idira, mukirize gamubiwele dua. When when you pray, bosaba. The things that you desire, believe. The key thing there is believing. Believe. In other words, if you pray and you don't believe, you can't receive. Praise the Lord. Believing that you have received in the natural realm have you already received pardon no this is what Zachariah was saying look I am old my wife is very old yes they are facts in life facts but there is also truth. So the fact was that Zachariah was very old. The truth was Zacharias was a candidate for God's purposes. Praise the Lord. So you either go with facts. The natural realm deals with facts. Facts deals with real things, tangible things in the natural realm. The spirit realm deals with truth, deals with faith. So you access that realm by faith. Everyone say by faith. By faith. Hallelujah. Amen. It is only by faith that we know God, receive Jesus Christ, live the Christian life. Faith is the life and power of prayer. Faith is the life and the power of prayer. The power of believing and experiencing what God is giving or what God has is faith. Faith draws you to tap into that invisible world and it becomes real. We are in a time now where God wants you to relearn what faith is. To relearn what faith is. If you are going to enter and experience that depth into the spiritual realm and the life of the impossibilities. Experience joy and the blessings that come from prayer and out of 
trusting God. We must begin to live and pray in faith as never before. Walk by faith as never before. Understand what faith is as never before. Hallelujah. Amen. Faith is the opposite of sight. Say it again. I want you to repeat after me. Say faith is the opposite of sight. Second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 7. Second Corinthians 5 7. For we walk by faith, not by sight. Did you hear that? We walk by faith, not by sight. So faith is on one side. On the other hand, there is sight. Seeing. You see in the natural and you go for what you see in the natural. Praise the Lord. Faith operates from the invisible world. But then that invisible world is brought into the visible. Many years ago the Lord spoke. I'm in my own world. As a young boy, begin to see dreams. See myself preaching, praying for people. And I begin to hear God speak. I've called you. And then I look at myself. And actually one of the dreams, let me tell you. I got that dream deep, deep in the village. Deep in the village. In Busoga, where my sister was married. And I was sleeping in a small room where they could keep goats and chicken. And my bed was also there. And other things could be kept there. And on on top of my bed, there was a line, a wire, where clothes used to be kept. And then one night I'm sleeping, and the whole line collapses on me. And deep in... Deep in sleep, and all of a sudden, you something just falls on you. So you can imagine the trauma. You think the whole house has collapsed. But that was the place. But right there, I got a dream. God has no. I mean, he he is not limited by the situation where you are. The most important thing is the heart. Praise the Lord. Amen. He can come in, and that's why he went through the walls. He went and met the, 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 the Pauls and the Peters that were in prison. His word can go through anywhere. Can you clap for the Lord? Amen. Amen. So right there, I saw that dream. It has never left my mind up to today, and I've seen 
that dream come to pass. And there are also other things in that dream that are yet to come to pass. But it was as though you see it and you see something and one phase ends and another one and another one and another one. And I didn't know God much. I I think I was about 12. Praise the Lord. But God began to reveal things. And then looking at the things I went through, I couldn't speak. I I suffered from rejection. I lost self-esteem. But God had this great plan. And he begins to talk about nations and and, 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 and different things. I, I remember I was at mommy's place. We used to have a prayer meeting there. And, and I used to, 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 to pray from, from the top of the, of the garage. And then one day I'm praying, God speaks to me. I'm sending you to China. I said, Lord, me? I said, Lord, I'm hearing people being killed in China. I can't go there to, to die from there. And I said, Lord, let your will be done. Years passed by. And then God sends me to a nation called Taiwan. I, I reach in Taiwan. And then I come to know Taiwan's real name is Republic of China. Republic of China. The other China that we know China is People's Republic of China. People's Republic of China. This one is China. China. Republic of China. China. Yes. ROC. ROC. They speak Chinese. China. The culture is Chinese. And I come to know the history. Of course, they were in China. 1949. Um, communism takes over. Chairman Mao takes over. And then this government, or the government then, is defeated. They cross over into that island called Taiwan. And then God begins to speak. This land, Taiwan, is a bridge. There is freedom of of worship here. I want to raise people here, send them in there to preach the gospel. And the issue now was about equipping people, raising God's army there for other nations. But it goes back to many years back when God spoke, I'm sending you to China. Amen. People, do you understand there is a God? You are not all by yourself. You didn't bring yourself from the earth. Yes, you have a mother and father that gave birth to you, but to me, later on, I came to a point where I I said, if it wasn't my mother that I know, and my father giving birth to me, it would have been another woman giving birth to me because I had to be born. I had to come, no matter what. Because now you read the Bible, and then you know, even before the creation of the earth, God knew you and appointed you 
So you, you begin to go beyond every limitation around you and you understand oh, there is this supernatural world and there is a God and how I connect with him is by faith. It's by faith. Praise the Lord. I used to move for missions before COVID. But I remember one of the journeys as going to Taiwan. But I also had another plan for Canada. And I needed a visa for Canada. So I sent my passport to Kenya for the visa to Canada. And I knew it would come back and before I, I got to Taiwan. Now days passed by. The passport is not coming back. And I call them. I call the embassy. And they tell me we've never seen your passport. And these are just a few days to travel. And, I, and they ask me how did you send it? I tell them. And then they tell me you used the wrong means. So you can imagine. God is saying you have to go. Mission, mission, and here you mission, are, you are being told a different story, and it is contrary to what, is, to what you are hearing from God. I said, I have to go, and I said, that passport is coming. I said, that passport is coming, and so that day came, I have no passport. And I, I, I call them and they say, yes, we saw your passport and, and we have sent it back. I said, where? I got where they said they sent it, it's not there. And so that day, I woke up in the morning, prepared myself, I had my ticket, put my luggage in the in the car, got in the car, my wife was driving, no, I drove, but in the middle of the journey to the airport, she asked me, did you get the passport? I said, no. And she looks at me, keeps quiet, I said, I'm going. I reached the airport, a man that I didn't know, he also didn't know me, I believe, but he, he comes to me running and he says, I've been given your passport and here is your passport. I, I, I didn't scream because it was obvious. <laughs> Anyhow, um, I got my passport. I said bye to my wife and I boarded my plane. What was that? Faith. You can call it radical faith. But if I had stayed in my house, I said, let me wait for the person. It is coming. It is coming. Now, supposing it came, and I'm not prepared, and I'm rushing. But that movement that I made was putting action. I mean, putting feet to 
faith. It's like what we say, putting feet to prayer. You act. You move. You do something. Hallelujah. Because you've been convinced what God said is going to come to pass. Praise the Lord. Faith. Second Corinthians chapter 4 verse 18 While we look at why we look not at the things which are seen but at the things which are not seen for the things which are seen are temporal but the things which are not seen are eternal God has been telling me, I'm going to send you uh, into the mission field again. Mission field in and um, the other nations. There's a work I need to be done. So finally, um, Taiwan opens up and, uh, and the Lord says, now is the time. Go. And it, it happens at a critical time, especially for us as a church here, some of the things we went through in the past days here. But the Lord says, go. And so I rest in him, I go, and then I reach Dubai, fly over, I'm going to Hong Kong to work on my visa and other things. And all of a sudden, we are entering a territory, an, an airport that I don't know. It's not familiar to me. I know Hong Kong. I know, I know the skyscrapers. But this one is different. And then I asked my neighbor here, and I said, which airport is this? And he says, Bangkok. And I said, oh my goodness. How did I miss boarding the right plane to Hong Kong and then I boarded the plane I looked at my boarding pass it says Hong Kong and I'm like how was I let in at that gate to enter and as I'm thinking the gentleman whispers to me and says, this is going to be a stopover. The plane is going to continue to Hong Kong. And I'm like, Lord, what? how did this happen? How come I didn't know when I began this journey that we'll go through Thailand and the Lord opens my eyes. Psalms 24. Open ye gates that the king of glory may come in. And then I come to know, okay, I am here to speak into the spirit realm of this territory and other places in this region to open. And we're there for some time. And then we are leaving. The plane is moving. It's on the runway. All of a sudden. 
power goes off. On the plane, all lights go off, the AC goes off, and the heat was too much outside. AC is off, lights are off, everything is off. We are on the runway. And later we hear the computers have collapsed. Have. And so, and we're there for about an hour or so. And then I use that time to pray and speak into the territory. But on the other hand, I was like, oh my goodness, I've never experienced this before. Supposing it was up there, you're already up there, and everything goes off. And I was like, Lord, this would have been a good time to give you a hug, and the distance is closer. Praise the Lord. God Katonda. has a plan for you. You are not alone. And you are not all by yourself. Everything that happens to you happens for a purpose. Mark 11, verse 22. Mark 11, Mark 11, verse 22. And Jesus answering, yes, saith unto them, have faith in God. Have faith in God. I am here to tell you, under the Lord's command, have faith in God. Have faith in God. Put your entire trust in God. Praise the Lord. It is only through faith that we access God and we see God work through our lives. Faith that accepts that it is finished in heaven. Amen. Amen. Faith that accepts answers before they are seen on the earth. Why? He says, believing that it is already done where? In heaven. So it's already done. Believe and then it will be seen, it will be received on this earth. Many of you who are seated here, there is a territory you've not crossed into a life of transforming other people's lives, being used by God to change your family, to change your relatives, to transform your workmates, to transform the world around you. You've not stepped into that. Why? Lack of faith. You're not believing. You're not trusting God. You're not yielding to God. You are culturative. You are thinking. How will this be? How will this happen? And then some of you, by the time you make a decision, it's too late. 
or some of you circumstances a fire becomes too much because God wanted you to believe at one point but you didn't and you delayed and he says okay at least you'd rather be damp no speaking no speaking is that what you want? No. Trust God. Jesus is saying here, have faith in God. Have faith in God. Let me ask you a question. Having faith in God, is it a life without difficulties? Is it the life without challenges? Is it the life without loss? It's okay to keep quiet. But he says, you'll go through fire, but I'll be with you. I'll be with you. Those difficult moments will come. But he says, I'll be with you. So faith in God. You can lose everything. Job. Lost job, lost everything. Everything. The children. The animals. Everything. In one day. So, is having faith in God a life without difficulties? No. They will come, but it is faith that keeps you strong, holding on to that word of God until when it comes to pass. Fighting that fight of faith, what is the opposition? Sight. Sight. This natural realm. Who rules in the natural realm? The devil. So he comes, shows you many things, shows you many options. And like, yes. But deep, deep, deep down in your heart. Those of you who did ISOM, you remember? You remember that subject? In ISOM, we got that training here. Deep in the heart, there is that mm, that slight voice that says, don't make that decision. No. And it is God speaking in a small voice. But the natural is so loud, so noisy, and the pressure is too much. Faith knows no pressure. Faith does not operate on pressure. But peace. Faith comes with peace and confidence. In God. Stand up on your feet.
What does faith tell you? God is a God of another chance. That is faith. That is faith. You make a mistake. The world and the enemy wants you destroyed completely. Finished. God and faith says no. Another chance. Another chance for you. Praise the Lord. The angel tells Mary for with God nothing shall be impossible. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I want you to look around you within your spirit. Look at the challenges you face, the difficulties, sight. But also look at God, His Word, the things that He has spoken. in dreams and visions and his word the purposes he has for you his purposes for this generation you look at the world you look at the nations you look at Asia many that don't know God many that are non-believers and you say how shall this be? How will the nations change? And hear that voice. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. How will my family transform? How will my workplace change? With God, nothing shall be impossible. I've lost everything. How will I rise again? For with God, nothing shall be impossible. How do I see this dream come to pass that I see in me? How will it come to pass? With God, nothing shall be impossible. Look at my children. They seem to be far from God. How will they change? For with God, nothing shall be impossible. Oh, lift up your voice and pray. Engage in the spirit. Engage in prayer. You can look at your life and you may seem that you are messed up. You've made so many mistakes and you're saying, how will I change? How will I catch up with God? For with God, nothing shall be impossible. It is by faith that you connect with God. It's by faith that you walk with Jesus. 
Jesus. It's by faith that you engage in the word of God. It's by faith that you worship. And as you worship, you feel his presence. He begins to walk through you. It's by faith that you rise and you take up your place in your calling and you begin to see God show up through your life. Let something move around you. May you shake off. May you shake off every limitation. May you shake off every fight that the enemy has been throwing at you. May you shake it off in the name of Jesus. Let that fear be shaken off in the name of Jesus. Something is being rolled away. Rolled away from you. That limitation. That ceiling over you. You try to rise and it's as though you are hitting a ceiling and, and you are coming back down. You are, you are hitting a ceiling and, and you are coming back down. That love you, you take five steps forward and then ten steps steps backwards, that limitation, the Lord, it is being rolled away, it's being removed in the name of Jesus, and Jesus asked, and he asked the people, where did you lay him, and they said, he's rotten, he's smelling, and he said, roll away the stone, roll away the stone, that stone that has been rolled onto your destiny there is no progress that stone is being rolled away in the name of Jesus Christ those plans as though they are dead those dreams as though they are dead the Lord rolls away that limitation in the name of Jesus those responsibilities that you've been throwing away and God is saying it is you that I want it's you that I want in that position it's you that I want to do that God is saying he is with you and with God nothing is impossible it means with you also nothing is impossible let that greatness in you rise in the name of Jesus let the 
in the name of Jesus let the power of God surround you let his presence surround you in the name of Jesus overcoming all those limitations overcoming all those limitations in the name of Jesus when the world says that you can't when the world says that you can't God says that you can when Zachariah said look at me I am an old man and my wife is stricken in years and the angel said I am Gabriel I stand in the presence of God when you stand in his presence where there is power there is no limitation in the presence of God Father have your way Lord have your way in this generation have your way in the nations let the nations open up, Lord. That the King of glory may come in in the name of Jesus. Let families open up, Lord. Let communities open up, Lord. Let companies open up, Lord. Let those businesses open up that Jesus may come into the business world. That Jesus may come into media. That Jesus may come into governance. That Jesus may come into the world of entertainment in the name of Jesus. He has you. He has chosen you to carry him. He's in you. He dwells in you. And says, if you abide in me and abide in my word, you shall bear much fruit. Father, we thank you. Father, let this word be established in this generation, in the lives of your people, your children, my God. Let them be strong in you and strong in your word in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Amen and amen and amen. Thank you, Jesus. You may be seated. Mark chapter 11, verse 22. Let that be a key scripture in your life. Where Jesus said, Have faith in God. Speak to yourself wherever you go, wherever you are. Talk to yourself. And you say, No, 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 no. Don't be scared, Dennis. Don't be strong. God is in control. 
Have faith in God. This is what Jesus declared. Have faith in God. This is a special month. This month of June is a special one for you, for us here, as we build ourselves, as we relearn, as we re-engage ourselves in this life of faith. And whenever you build faith and start up faith, what do you expect? Great things are going to happen. God is going to be busy very busy working with you and working through you. So the next six months are going to be very important. And we are so excited about what is coming ahead. Praise the Lord. Amen. Get a hold of your offering and let's give to the Lord. Your giving is by faith. When you prepare your offering and your tithe, it's a life of faith. It's a life of believing the word of God. Acting on the word of God. And that's faith. Praise the Lord. Father, we thank you. Lord, as your children prepare to give, may you bless them. Bless the work of their hands. Father, bless the young people, the students. Father, build that hedge of protection around families around families Lord hide families into you O God and every purpose for every family let it come to pass for your glory in Jesus name Amen May the Lord bless you as you give